you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast as we talk about all these kinds of things that pertain to our investing in retirement life and all that good jazz. Phil, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm hanging in there. Are you uh, are you hacking anything with this new bed? How's it rocking and rolling? It's getting there. You yeah. know, it's always interesting get, getting the new bed, and uh, we're, I think we're getting it figured out. But <laughs> right every we, night's an adventure. Right, you know? right. That's the problem when you have so many options and adjustments you can do. It's like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. You and know, then, then I got thinking the other day, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Now, if I get used to all these adjustments I can do, what is it going to be like when I go out of town and sleep at a hotel or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like we've turned everything into gadgets and gizmos. You know, it's like you can maybe see a a benefit here and there. Like I watched that commercial last night for the automatic, um, like Kohler or Delta or something, but like you can sync your faucet to your Alexa and tell it how much water to put in a pitcher and, you know, and it's like, do yeah. we, you know, really, do we need like, or your lawnmower will text you now or whatever when it's time to change its oil, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, at what point? Do, like, is it just crazy? Yeah, it's going to be, there's several of those movies out there, you know, where it's like me. Wally, right? That's, that's right. That's right. We're going to be at a pod somewhere just kind of living this fake life of all apps and whatever else. So uh, just let's so, hope not. I hope not. If that ever yeah. happens, I'm out of here. I'm going to go somewhere in the woods and, and, Get right back to reality. <laughs> right. Go live in the mountains someplace and disconnect. Uh, just goofiness. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like all these things, we fall for it too in the sales pitch. It's like, well, your bed can do this and it's got running lights underneath it and it changed colors. <laughs> and right. you're like, why do I totally need a bed? Like I'm not 24 anymore. Why do I need a bed that <laughs> changes colors underneath it, <laughs> you know, sets the mood or whatever. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into our, uh, into our podcast this week. It seems that every time the stock market has a bad day recently, it gets blamed on, you know, uh, COVID-19. Uh, I'm going to call it that versus the coronavirus. Yeah. What, what do you think, Phil? What, what's your take? Well, I mean, kind of where, where we're sitting at now, we're starting to see some of the overreaction and, and recovery from that. And a lot of times that's that, you know, that's the case with headline news like this. You know, the, the market seems to way overreact to, to what's going on. I mean, the reality is it could have and has had some economic concerns, right? And sure. there's a lot of things that go through China. I just met with a gentleman the other day that um, works with one of the large automakers here. And I mean, it's affected them. You know, they've had to postpone a product launch and everything because some of the factories over there were shut down and, and the supply line is, is shut down. And so. that makes more sense. I mean, they didn't work for a couple of weeks. So from that standpoint, right. I mean, you expect a slowdown. Right. It's going to be a slowdown, but it's... Um, but I don't think that's what we've been seeing. Anything that goes though. through the news, you've got to take right. it with a grain of salt. I always say, you know, yeah. it's... They're about the headlines. They sell the bigger, the better, the better it is. Oh, you know, the, the world the sky's falling. Right. That's great. You know, that that's what makes headlines. That's why people tune in and that's where they get their advertising dollars. So, and, and I think that a, a, a slower downturn was definitely going to be the case due to production. But I think what we saw earlier uh, at the, there at the end of February and the beginning of March, it was really 
you know, people just jumping. I mean, I mean, silly stuff like just jumping like lines around stores to go by. And it seems like why, you know, it's like, why do we continue to do this? And when you go look at the data, like Zika virus or, yep. or Ebola or SARS, it usually has about a 10 to 11% correction on the market. And then it usually bounces back usually less than three months. Right. Usually within a quarter, we're back to where yeah. we were. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just attended a webinar um, through some of our money managers last week on Thursday, right after the, the right. huge drop in the market. Right. You know, and, and they went through all the studies and showed, look, historically, this is how each one of the other events have taken place. And right. This happened. And, you know, this is, in their opinion, clearly just an overcorrection. There was a lot of computer trading. Mm-hmm. A ton of that is what took place, I guess, on Thursday. Um, and the analysis they did is what drove the market so deep, so quick at the end. But right. I gotcha. It's just the day and age we live in. We talked about right. technology. There's one of the downsides to technology sure. is yeah. you've got robos running a bunch of portfolios that have <laughs> certain thresholds on them and no one's there pushing the button, man. It's, right. it, once it falls, it starts to trigger other things. And well, so and, and then a week careful. later, we have a 1300 point update, right? So, you know, just all over the map, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, and I think when, you know, if we want to do our public safety announcement portion of the show here, uh, Phil, I think one thing to keep in mind is that if you really do, if you look into some of this stuff, people kind of panic about what, what happens if I get it or whatever. Obviously, you know, it can be dangerous, but it tends to be for elderly, which I know is our demographic sometimes. But yep. there is a 98% recovery rate for people who have contracted it, you know, who, right. who get it. Exactly. 98%. So just kind of bear that in mind whenever you feel like, you, you know, you're going to lock yourself in your closet or something and try not to overreact. Because I think, you know, whether it comes to our money or anything, panic is never the best thing. Never. Right, right. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the, the lines and everything. I went to Costco last night to get oh, toilet paper of uh-huh. all things. Right. They were out. They were out of toilet yeah. paper. They were out of water. They were out of um, paper time. They were out of all these different things. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, us Americans, we are definitely good for overreacting in some That's right. We're, we're well prepared. We've got stocks of it now. Right, so. <laughs> right. Well, honey, I have 472 rolls of toilet paper. We shall not need <laughs> any right. for a while. We won't have to worry about it for the year. That's right. Just in that's case. Right. So, yeah, that's our kind of our takeaway, at least as far as that, folks. Just, you know, if you do have worries, then call up Phil. Talk to your advisor about the financial side and say, how, you know, how are we looking? How is this going to affect me? Uh, is it making any real dents? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then on the on the personal side, just practice common sense flu season type behaviors. I right. mean, the, the flu kills twenty thousand people a year on average in the yep. in the U.S. Uh, that, that was one of the other interesting statistics that they had looked at was just the the common flu. Right. You know how many deaths happen and have happened historically from that, and, and much you, less what's going on with all these well, other viruses. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's headline news. Yeah. You know? And do you know you that the average careful. person has no clue about that? And of course, the news does us a huge disservice by not mentioning that. Like they oh, should no. mention that at every turn. Look, it's a worrisome thing. Be concerned. Blah blah blah. But the you know we lose here's about the reality. Tw- <laughs> right. Here's the reality. We lose twenty thousand people a year in this country to the regular common flu. So, you know, we're nowhere near that. But yeah, like you said, it doesn't sell, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't sell that doesn't make you click on the channel or, or click on the, uh, the website or whatever. So, all right, well, let's get into our topic, uh, getting lost in the financial world, huh? Kind of relatable, right? Yeah. Pretty relatable. (laughs) Um, actually you ever been lost in life just in general, you ever like whether you were a kid uh, in the woods or, or driving someplace and you're just like, I have back, especially back before GPS, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. We, we've we had that on a hiking trip one time. Oh, okay, I, uh, yeah. My son and I went hiking up in the UP and uh, mm-hmm. we started following this trail that 
we thought was the trail and it looked like so did everyone else until you start getting further down the trail and it's less and less defined and you realize okay this is not right. the trail because people have all turned back <laughs> and you're like how did i end up in nova scotia <laughs> that's right how did this this is the wrong trail uh well you know look let's talk about it from the financial aspect anyway reasons people get lost okay so let's kind of uh we'll bring this back again to to what you do here in the retirement planning in the, yep. um, the financial world. You're a CPA and a personal financial specialist. So why do people get lost? Bad tools? We'll start there. Absolutely. I mean, and as we talked about tech in the beginning, and sure. that's yeah. it, tech is a wonderful thing. I, I love technology, but I think sometimes it, it gives us too much confidence and self-reliance. Mm-hmm. You know, the online calculators all the time when I'm meeting with clients. Oh, you know, I've run the, our work you know, whatever, they've got this great software and, you know, I've run it through all the different custodians, whatever it is, and it says they want to be fine, you know, but they, it's very, very limited data input that they're putting in there. Some real general assumptions. You've got to be careful. Um, You may be fine, but it's a good kind of thumb. Yeah. Am I heading in the right direction? Yeah. It looks okay. Uh, You know, but don't use that as your only source. Right. Right. And yeah, I'm with you because like, was that, was that say we wanted to mess up a whole, the whole new generation of folks out there. We could uh, just give them regular maps, a manual transmission and make them write in cursive. Oh yeah. No, they'd be lost. <laughs> and do, and, and not trying to pick on anybody, but it's, it's just for, we don't have the stuff anymore and we don't, right. you know, we don't teach it yet. You know, there's still manual stick shifts out there, but anyway. Yeah. And one of my biggest pet peeves with that is the, the 401k statements. And, okay. I mean, I, the custodians, the companies, I think, are trying to do a good thing. I understand that, but it um, there should be so many disclosures on, <laughs> you know, talk to a financial professional to make sure this is realistic. And and because again, it, it's down to so many general assumptions on there. So I mean, it's a good. Am I heading in the right direction? But it's definitely not a financial plan. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. So bad directions. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Same we just, thing. We just kind of mentioned that, right? Who you're getting the, your advice from, you know, kind of like the talk we were talking about on the, the hike, you know, right? I mean, we were kind of following the trail, what we thought was the trail, and so did a lot of other people kind of following that crowd. But at the end of the day, that was the wrong way. And unfortunately for us, it wasn't too far down the, the trail. And we realized that we're able to backtrack and pick up the right trail and continue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, but you've got to be careful who you're following. Um, right. You know, your, your friends, your family members, they're great people to, to socialize with, but are they really the best people to give you financial <laughs> Crazy advice? Uncle you know, what, Joe. Yeah. Crazy Uncle yeah, Joe at the is, barbecue. What is yeah. their, their background and, you know, have they gone through this and, you know, helped other people do that or they're just doing their own retirement. Maybe they're not even retired yet. Right. So yeah, yeah you've got to be really careful where you're getting that advice from. Is it somebody that specializes in working with clients that are, are retiring? Because it's a whole nother ball game, right? When you get to that distribution phase of retirement versus the accumulation phase, so. And we can even go ahead and point it at what's currently going on with the news. You know, kind of keeping it in that same topical thing. Uh, it can be bad directions. You know, they're kind of saying this, that, and the other, and they're getting getting you all worked up about whatever. And you make a decision, and then um, you know, winds up being the wrong information because it's so general and blanketed across the, you know, the continental U.S. That they're you know, when they're broadcasting whatever it is they're broadcasting. So bear right. that in mind that it, it may be bad directions uh, for you, and it may be good directions for somebody else. So. Uh, you know, kind of think about that when you're talking about your financial side anyway. Uh, not paying attention. Now, this is another way we definitely get lost. My daughter was famous for this, which cracks me up that she's in the Navy now, but she's not driving the boat. So I guess that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll make it to their, their uh, right destination. Right, right, right. right yeah. 
So, but not yeah, paying I mean, attention. This happens to us all the time. It's funny. My wife and I'll be talking and all of a sudden I miss the exit and it's like, all right, you can't talk to me because right. <laughs> we just missed the exit. <laughs> Especially when you get like into a city you haven't been to before, right? Exactly. Yeah. Or we, yeah, we were talking Nashville a little bit earlier. I don't know if you've oh, yeah. Nashville. Oh yeah. my word. You can change lanes and, and highways six times in two miles and just, yeah, you got to be really careful. But yeah, not paying attention is huge. You know, especially when it comes to the financial planning. Most of us probably do what a two second glance at our statements, right? Right. And so, and and we're just kind of like, yeah, it's there. Like, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons these vehicles exist, right? The four hundred one k and so on and so forth, because they know. Well, they kind of held had to help us like start to fund these things and go. You know, we got to make this as easy as possible because most people don't pay attention to it. Right. And I, to me, this is one of those. Um, I think we see the two extremes all the time. It's either somebody that never looks at it; they haven't opened their statement in years, <laughs> right? So they really don't have an idea what's going on. Which you know. If that's how you have to deal with volatility in the market, then maybe that's okay to an extent. You need to open some of them at least, or at least have an advisor you're working with that is doing that and paying attention to it and keeping mm-hmm. on track. Right. You know, or the other extreme where you're looking at it all the time and, and um, it's just driving you crazy. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Um, you got to be careful with that. But okay. spending is another one, you know, and, and I run into this a lot of times with clients and as they get to retirement, um, you don't realize how much you spend. You know, it's... Uh, funny when we do our workshops, our social security and taxes and retirement workshop, one of the homework assignments, so to speak, if you want to call it, that we have uh, the um, attendees do is, is go through a budget, retirement budget worksheet. And inevitably, when we meet with them, they've always underestimated really what they're spending, you know, which is human nature. We just don't realize day to day what we're spending. Not to say you have to keep a, a tight budget, but you've got to make realistic assumptions um, when it comes into to retirement. No, and I think that makes sense. And, and so, okay, so if we find ourselves lost, Phil, then what are some things we can do to get back on track financially? Yeah, and again, this comes back to paying attention. So you've got to make sure, okay, where am I at? That's that reality check, kind of checking in on a annual basis at least. You know, is the where am I at? It comes back to having a plan. Right. You know, first of all, because if you don't have a plan, how do you know where you're supposed to be and are you going to meet the retirement goals that you want? Right. Well, we like with you guys um, lost in the woods a little bit. You had to formulate a plan to get back out, right? Yep. 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 So backtrack. And sometimes that's what it takes. You've got to backtrack and figure out, okay, no, this isn't going to work. So we got to go in another direction, you know, but the, yeah, the reality is it, it really comes down to having a plan. Um, okay. If you don't have a plan, I mean, there's that old adage, if you you, know, you don't have a plan, anywhere will get you there. Right. Um, or you don't know where you're going, anywhere will get you there. It's kind of like retirement. I mean, if you don't have that plan, how do you know when and can you retire and what, what does that look like and where the money's going to come from? I mean, that's the other piece is, you know, it's not as easy as, oh, don't worry, you get to retirement, you can just take 4%. Well, 4% of what? You know, which, which account and what happens when the market's down like it has been recently how does that affect you, you know, right this is hopefully a quick bounce and you know so you've got to account for all those different factors well if we're trying to get back on track we want to determine where we are as phil just pointed out we want to decide where it is we're trying to go or to get to right and yep. and a lot of that factors into Again, like you said, how do we get the, where does it come from? Where does the money come from there? Unfortunately, there's not any magical fairies that are going to show up and just say, look, here's free money, right? So we got right. to yeah, decide. Not, I was going to say, at that point, it's not like work, you know, where you get a monthly paycheck, so to speak, of right. just showing up to the job anymore. I mean, this is now on you. You've accumulated the assets. Maybe you have a couple of income streams through Social Security, maybe a pension. But other than that, you've got to have a structure and plan of where this is going to come for the rest of your life, you know, and that can be a long time in retirement. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, like you said, if you need to just get some help and, and I, I want to preface that if you need to, because there are definitely a lot of very smart, smart folks out there. And there are definitely a lot of folks who can do uh, a lot of the stuff themselves, but the accumulation side is a whole lot easier than the distribution phase. And that's what retirement is because there's just, there's a lot more little pitfalls and loopholes or whatever you want to call them because there's so many different options with this, that, and the other that it gets a little more complicated than just setting money in, into your 401k or, you know, having a, you know, a balanced portfolio that you maybe could do by yourself. It's a big different animal when you get to retirement. Absolutely. And we, uh, a lot of times in, in our classes, we um, compare it to climbing a mountain, you know, and it's, yeah, you have to have a plan when you're saving for retirement, that accumulation kind of climbing up the mountain. But, you know, there there's a lot less dangers on that end than on the trip down. I mean, that's when all the dangers really come into play. You got to have a plan for distributions. Where's the money going to come from? How does volatility affect me? How about taxes? What does that look like? You know, and, and unfortunately to me, that's one of the pieces that is very often overlooked. Um, there's a just a significant amount of opportunity that people have in managing their taxes if they have a plan. So they, yeah. they, if you need some help, don't understand, don't feel bad. I mean, it's it's retirement's complicated right. all the time. Is I had no idea it was this complex. You know, no idea there was this many decisions to make. I thought I just filed the forms and I was done. Right, right. Well, <laughs> once that's I turned sixty five yeah. or whatever your your age is, you're you're targeting. So yeah, and that's why there's a whole industry around it, right? I mean, you know, it's and uh, and obviously it's changed so much even even in the last. I mean, you've been doing this uh, for almost thirty years, Phil, and and I'm sure you've seen you know continual change you know, year to year. So it's certainly something that that can be kind of fast moving. I think when some of these things come in, I mean, I'm, there's probably periods where uh, it kind of stays the same, but there's always something unique going on because everybody's dynamic and everybody's situation is different. Yep. And that's what I love about it. I mean, it's very um, similar. I, I, I was liking it to a thumbprint, right? Everyone has it, all the same features and, and things that in that thumbprint, but everyone's scenario is unique, right? Everyone's got sources of income, certain assets they've accumulated, taxes are work the same for everyone, but how those all blend together is going to look different for every single client. So right, it makes it right. very interesting. And and to me, it's a challenge. You know, it's, it's fun working out that puzzle and making it work just perfect for that specific uh, client scenario. All right. There you go. Well, that's why we call this Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. So if you find yourself lost or you've ever been lost or you feel as though maybe you might be in the woods a little bit or the weeds a little bit, if you want to use a, a golf analogy when it comes to some of yep. your financial stuff, give Phil a call, have a conversation with him, make sure you're having that chat with your financial advisor. If you don't have one, Phil is around to help. As always, you can call him at 248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530 here on the podcast. Uh, subscribe to us by uh, just simply searching that out on Apple or Google or whatever app you use uh, and just type in Phil's Tax Hacks and you should be able to find it. Or you can just go right to his website, which is afswealthmgt.com. That's for AFS Wealth Management. Again, it's afswealthmgt.com. That's where you can find Phil most of the time, spends most of his days right there in Farmington Hills area. So reach out and let him know. And speaking of reaching out, let's do a quick email question this week before we wrap up. It's from Denver in Novi. And uh, Denver says, how much long-term uh, coverage is recommended? It seems like there are hundreds of policy options. It gets a bit overwhelming. Didn't we just say something about retirement being <laughs> can be overwhelming? Yeah, yeah exactly. All, all the options you have. Um, yeah, and it's you're right, Denver. I mean, there are 
a lot of options. And that's a good thing. I mean, it gives you some flexibility and what fits your specific scenario. To me, I mean, long-term care is a huge concern. And it's something you definitely have to to build into the plan. It's uh, what we call stress testing our plan. So when we do a financial plan, we run it as though everything runs perfectly and, and everyone passes away at the age that they've selected, you know, that they're going to live to um, without a need for long-term care. But unfortunately, that might not happen. So you have to, to see what does it look like. You know, so what the right amount of coverage is really depends on your scenario. Again, back to that thumbprint kind of a concept of, you know, how much assets have you accumulated? Do you have enough to self-insure? And if you do, then are you just repositioning some of those or do you not have enough? So you really need to, to have more kind of true insurance where you're paying a premium to buy coverage, much like, you know, health insurance or auto or any other types of insurances. So definitely something that, that you need to, to put some thought into and, and look at with, uh, with your specific scenario. So there's really, unfortunately, no uh, general rule of thumb to, to say, oh, this is exactly the product you should have and, and, you know, how much coverage you should have. It really depends on your situation and, and what that looks like and what kind of care you want. You know, do you want to have nursing home care only or do you want in-home care or a lot right. of options? Yeah, yeah, a lot of options. All right, Denver. Well, thank you for the question so much. Call Phil uh, to talk more specifically about the options. So you're taking the first step. Go ahead and take that next one and just reach out to him. Just get on the calendar and have a chat. 248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. All right, Phil, my friend, thank you so much for your time this week. We appreciate you as always on the podcast. Hope you have a good one. Thank you, Mark. We'll see you next time, folks, here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.